3, 2, 1. Get ready for two hours of inane nonsense with your favorite overweight redheads, Fat and Ginger. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to a Fat and Ginger for another week. Good to hear you all. Can't hear a thing, actually. Uh, <laughs> Try putting some headphones on, mate. That yeah, might be a good start. It's a bit of a rush, isn't it? Are you struggling to get some that fit? No, nah, I won't. I'm not going to go. No. Look, you know what? I've listened to past episodes this week, yeah. and I've paid you out a lot about your head, and I'm really sorry about it. Hang on. Hang on. It's not just on here you pay me out about the heads. Yeah, I keep it going during the week, yeah, don't I? Every day, yeah. all day. In fact, I've actually rang you in the morning to wake you up by saying, get that big head off that massive pillow. Or you've rung me up at three in the morning to say, I'm really drunk. How about your massive head? <laughs> it just makes me feel better. Um, look, in <laughs> professionalism, we got a massive show. Like uh, your head? <laughs> like, nah. No, I've got to stop, Tim. I've got to stop. I'm sorry. Almost bigger than my head. Now, look, we're going to lift the lid on weird foods. How we ended up eating them? Because there is some strange stuff out there that mm, we just like. I'm actually looking forward to that. Yeah, that I'm topic. not a lot of prep. You, you messaged me today and told me that's what you're talking about. And I thought of oysters initially. Yeah, that's right. Eggs. And Oh, yeah, that's I mean, a good point. I was the first one to look at a chicken and the thing coming out the chicken and go, yeah. I'll have some of that. What, what came first? That's it. Luke, you're going to educate us on indoor plants? Well, I'm going to tell you how much I hate them. <laughs> that's, uh, look, and this week there is heaps in the mailbag. There was a lot to choose from. There was. Uh, and probably because the reason is that you've done an international push this week. Now, would you like to tell the listeners about that? Look, well, we're going to cover that in the That's Crap segment. So you're going to have a whinge about the fact that you had your birthday on the weekend where you turned 42. Yeah. So um, we're going to talk about that. But I think before we get to that, let's just tell the listeners, I know we're going to cover it and that's crap, but let's tell the listeners what's happened this week All right. with a, a social media video that has gone viral. It's gone bonkers, yeah. So I made a bet with Luke on, I think it was Wednesday night. Yep. We had a chat on the phone and I, I said to Luke, I said, I can get this podcast downloaded in 50 countries. And you went large too. Yeah, well, not just with the numbers, but also with what your dare was yeah, if the, you couldn't get it. You could have said anything. You could have said, I'll buy you a beer buy or a, a, a pack or, of burger yeah, rings or something. I know. Anything like that. But tell the listeners what you did say. So I said 50 by the end of the show tonight, or I'd run naked up and down Barclay Street outside the studio. Here. Now, you just said up and down. Yeah, just down then. No, 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 no. You I'm can't not... change the bet halfway through. Oh, hang on. Just, you can't not... double stamp a double stamp, Lloyd. All right, fair enough. So up and down. And look, up's going to be hard because I am, you know, out of condition. Let's just put it that way. Well, let, let's just say, because everyone's listening to, to, to see what the result will be. Mm. Did you get 50 countries? Not even close. How many did you get? Oh, we'll go over that in a minute. We won't. Okay, spend okay. All okay yeah, this is just the intro, isn't it? It is just the intro. Uh, look, we're going to have it's a our shop window saying this is what our wares are. Come that, inside. That's right. So we want people to come inside. Come and inside and see the naked man run up and down Barclay Street. That's right. Look, Dave will give us an update on, uh, sorry, Associate Professor Dave Bay. Oh, I'm actually that trained now yeah, that I, I just know. immediately say Associate Professor Dave Bay. He nearly died of a hangover on Sunday, so he's going to tell us oh, all about that. Oh, so, that's exciting. Yeah, he's got four kids as well, and it was Mother's Day and his daughter's birthday. So Good day to be drunk. It. Absolutely. And you know what we're going to do today? We're going to revisit some of our favourite skits. I like that idea. So do I. And I think the reason we should do that is we might have a lot of uh, new listeners. Especially from overseas. Yeah. Let's have a song. Okay. This is a bit of Elton John. Lovely. And that was was Reg Dwight, wasn't it? Wasn't it Elton John? Yeah, but that's his name. That was oh, his is real, it? Yeah, his real name's Reg Dwight. Well, we don't call people by their real names these days. No, sorry, uh, Reginald Dwight. Well, there's a word for that, I think, what? in our woke lives that we find ourselves in. Is it back, back ending or... 
Now, actually, that's probably not something we should associate with Elton John. Um, there is a dead panning. There's anything wrong with that? Dead, no, no, there's not. Of course there's not. There is a word for it, dead, dead really? naming or dead panning. I think it's when you call someone who's made a transition in life. Of any sort? Uh, uh, well, not of any sort. I assume it's to do with their genitals. But oh, okay. um, you call them their old name. So if it was Caitlyn Jenner sitting here and we called Bruce. her Bruce, gotcha. that would be dead ending. Or uh, That's not the word. I, sh- I should be more informed before I bring this stuff out that's on radio. Right. You, but you've gone you've gone on the topic. You've acted on something I've said. So we have Yeah, yeah. So I didn't research uh, listeners. So <laughs> please don't write in and complain. We would hate to Look, be thrown off the air. So for those of you that might be listening for the first time due to the big international push that we had during the week. Oh, um, I'm with that too, by the way. Yeah, well, we'll talk about that later on. Some of the numbers are quite staggering. Um, but what we'll do is we're going to play a bit of a skit. I, I want people to get to know you, Luke. So, oh, they can just listen to me on the radio, can't they? No, no, no. We're going to go back in time and, and listen to well, what, what, someone, do well, what do you got? Well, someone who's very close to you and what they think of you. All right. So let's All play right. that now. Okay. G'day Jasper, how are you? Good, thanks. Fantastic. Now, Luke is your stepfather, is that correct? Yeah. What can you tell me about that experience, having Luke as a stepfather? When he married my mum, it was the worst day in my life. All right, Jasper, thanks very much. I think we've got all we need from you. <laughs> there we go. Okay. Does that sum me up, does it? Yep, that's it. It's, it's funny your mum thinks the same way. Um, yeah, well, I'm glad that people got to know that about me. And, and yeah. obviously, Tim got my kids alone and coerced them into a, a saying some bad things about coerced, me. Coerced, mate. It was like the deli. I had to give them numbers and make them stand in line. They were lining up to say that stuff on the I'm boat. sure they were. Well, you would have had to drive there to do that. Yeah. And I can just imagine the abuse a lot of people copped, a lot of pedestrians, a lot of other drivers copped from you. So let's hang let on, listeners find out a little what. A lot of drivers need a lot of feedback, mate. That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> well, let's see what Tim says about those. Those sorts of people. Right, eh? Why are you driving 80 in a 100 zone? What does your sticker say? What would Jesus do? I tell you what Jesus would do. We'd drive the fucking speed limit. That's what he'd do. Hey, hey, if you're in the overtaking lane, how about you do some fucking overtaking? How about that, eh? What, what is it? Is today annual quick day or something? So there you go. That's uh, that's Tim's views on people in general. Is there anything in that little clip that's actually incorrect? No. No. No, because it's all right. That's all you, factual. If and you're in the overtaking lane, you should be overtaking. Yeah. What about the, the attack on Christianity, mate? Oh. Which covers a fair chunk of our globe. Are you quite happy to just throw them all in the one? I'm just putting it out there that the guy was a carpenter from the Middle East. The last thing he'd be doing is 80 and 100 zone. <laughs> That's all. They want to get home on a Friday night, don't they? Oh, I do. Yeah. Look, he'd be going faster than I can see. Do you think new listeners would actually know what we're like now? Oh, I'd hope so. We're genuinely angry people. We were brought up not just overweight but with red hair and we can't do much about that. So we just try and get on with life as bitterly <laughs> as possible. We do. And look... <laughs> Don't let us forget, again, we've got to remember the 8.44 ad. Is that going again tonight? Yeah, it goes every- Can we not stop that? Can't we just press play when we're ready to play it as opposed to we're in its control? Yeah. It's an ad. That's like a sort of little microcosm of life these days, isn't it? We're always at the best. We're, we're of, a slave to the slave, corporations. Yeah, slave to the commercial interests. Yeah, but at this stage it's Voice FM. I mean, yeah, I I'm not sure how much of a corporation L- they are. Let me ask you a question. Go on. No, 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 no not a rhetorical oh, one. Oh, sorry. Like, ask a question about how we can, <laughs> how we can pause it. Yeah. Okay. But look, in the meantime, I wanted to talk about weird foods and how do we get to eat some of the weirder foods that we eat? Okay, so what were you thinking of? There must have been something that set this off. Well, let's start with eggs. Okay. I was eating eggs the other day, and you think, who's the first person to be watching the chickens in the backyard? 
and watch a, the thing plop out of the chicken and go, do you know what? I'm going to have a crack at that. Well, is it mentioned in the Bible? I don't know. What Talking of attacks on Christianity. I, look, <laughs> I don't know. Look, no, I'm just saying like, because obviously when you're talking about this subject, the one that comes to mind is oysters. Yeah. A lot of people say, imagine the guy who ate the first oyster. Now, that's up. brave. Well, it looks it, like a bogey. It does. Because you open it up, right? So you, you first you've gone down on the water where the waves are crashing. Yeah, it's you're probably looking for a pearl, to be that's, honest. Yep. And you've opened it up and you're going, yeah. Jesus, well, that looks all right. Probably to give your missus a, a nice pearl necklace or something. And um, and you open it, you're right, it looks like a snot. Yeah. And, and, you and go, someone at some stage has gone, I'm going to chuck a bit of that. bacon on that. Yeah. That'd be great. <laughs> Put under the grill and away yeah. we go. And his name was Mr. Kilpatrick. But okay, so and then eggs, oysters, a good one. Like, who was the first guy to put Vegemite on toast? Like, and, and I know. Well, hang on, Vegemite was produced as a food stuff. That's like saying who was the first one to eat yep. a barbecue shake. But okay, imagine you're in the focus group, right? And someone spreads Vegemite on a cracker. You got to remember, you've never tasted it before. You haven't grown up with it. Yeah, but they would have done that in Australia, mate. Yeah. Not in America. They've done it here where we had nothing. Now people were living putting damper out in their. Fires, I think. I don't know. I don't know a lot about our country's history. But I want to hear more about this. <laughs> I just overshot there, didn't I? Yeah, it did. But I imagine Vegemite come along at a time where there wasn't a lot else happening and we just said, well, it's as good as anything else we've had. Yeah. It's the worst explanation I've ever heard. So, Again, I didn't delve into the history of it. But, okay, so it would have been an unusual taste, you admit, when it first came well, out. Well, yeah, it's a yeast extract. And from what I understand, yeast is not necessarily a great thing to be putting into our bodies. No, that's it's true. It can anyway, give you an infection. Let's uh, go on some other unusual ones, right? So if we go to Cambodia, yeah. you can have yourself a fried tarantula. Okay. Now, tarantulas aren't small. No, they're not. They're big. And they would still be gooey on the inside, I would but imagine. But we don't eat those. I mean, you might no. as well talk about frogs and things like that in, in France. Is that on your list? We're getting there. Don't worry about okay, that. Okay, righto. So let's, uh, I'll just read out the thing because I'm decidedly unprepared because all I can think about is running nude up the street later on <laughs> in six degrees in rain. But so. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be great. I can't wait. Oh. Uh, okay, great big tarantulas. You can buy them from the street vendors in Skewon in Cambodia. They're fried whole, legs, fangs and all. Uh, they were first discovered to be edible by starving Cambodians in the bloody brutal days of the Khmer Rouge rule. So that's not that long ago. That's the, what, 60s, 70s? Yeah, but you're reading this off Wikipedia or something. No, it's not even Wikipedia. I don't yeah. want it. It's Boots and All Travel Guide. There you go. There you go. <laughs> and, <laughs> you um, can't trust that. That's right. And have gone from being the vital sustenance of these people to a delicacy tourists come far and wide to try. But I didn't it's... know you were talking about tarantulas. I thought this segment was going to be about, like, actual foods that we eat every day. Like, Hang on. I've got to be fair. I didn't know it was going to be about tarantulas till about five minutes. Okay. <laughs> All right, give us a break. So, We're not prepared, are so we? So look at this, though. It says delicacies, right, that tourists come from far and wide to try. It's not delicacies. Just so you can say when you come back from your holiday in Cambodia, mm. I ate a tarantula. I thought you were going to be talking about broccoli or something. Well, you know, like let's it, talk about broccoli. Yeah, well, you know what annoys me? Oh, here we go. Is, is, <laughs> is the stuff that everyone puts on plates now as a garnish. They put it on nachos, they put it on steak, they put it on palmies. It's like little weeds that you find out the front of your garden yeah. that normally you're just like, oh, I've got to pull that out. The rocks, that's annoying. Yeah. Now they go pull it out, we can use that, yeah. and they put it on top of your meals. That's right. And you have to like clear it all away. That's right. It's like it's like the pillows of food. <laughs> it is, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, too many. Too many. Useless. Yeah. Get it out of here. And I know you've got to think about the pillows, Tim. I do. Not tonight, I don't, but no, uh, I do. We'll get back to that another night. Look, let's go to some other before we get on to oh, here's my favorite one, right? So if you go to Japan, there's a famous dish you can have called fugu. And fugu is puffer fish. But yes. And you would have heard about this. I uh, didn't know it was called fugu, but I imagine that's what you say when it's halfway down your throat. That's right. So of Simpsons fame, when he eats the puffer fish. Yep. Anyway, so you've got to have almost a, I think it's a diploma. I can't remember what level it is, but you've got to have a qualification as a chef 
just to make fugu because it's so dangerous. Because if you get the wrong bit in there, it's lethal. It'll mm. kill you. How did that become a thing? So how, instead mm. of going, I'll have a steak, which all of it is okay, or can have a fugu, which is in slivers, which is highly deadly, if I get it wrong. Where, where did this originate? Was it Japan? Japan, yeah. Where else? I imagine they had some hard times after the war. <laughs> oh, Maybe they didn't have a lot of options. It goes back mm. way beyond that, I Does think. it? Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, who would have made the original diploma course for fugu? All right, but if you're really hungry, right, and you eat a fish that's going to inflate after you eat it and fill your stomach, mm. isn't that ideal? <laughs> you're an idiot. <laughs> the, the well, other- I thought you were talking about stuff like, all right, look at, look at coffee, right? Do you know how coffee came about? Go on. So I, I, I think this is right. Don't quote me on it, listeners. But I believe there was monks who saw, was it monkeys eating beans? And I think that they became real animated and over the top afterwards. And they thought maybe there's more to this. So they got these beans and tried various ways to consume them. And that's how coffee came about, I well, believe. they had the time. That's like the idiot version of how coffee came about. No, I'm sure good. it's, no, no. Well, it's uh, better than that. Monks invented champagne too. Did they? Well, they were trying to make wine and they something went wrong in the process and it came out fizzy and they've gone, you know, sacro bleu. And, yeah. and that was it. And champagne got bored. No wonder they take a vow of silence. Oh. Bit chatty before that, weren't they? <laughs> but it's funny you talk about monks and animals and coffee because if you go to Indonesia what's the famous coffee you can get there where it's like it's le- monkey poo one uh, it? it's lemas hang on or lemas is uh, it is what, uh, lemas I think it is yep. the luwak eats only the ripest coffee cherries blah 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 blah. rubbish 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 yeah and di- it doesn't digest them and poos them out and then people grind them up and have them and sell them as coffee luwak now that's one or who was the first person to do that that's right who looked at the animal's poo and goes do you know what I'm going to have a bash at I'm, that I'm going to have a little go at that yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah. I always think that with marijuana as well I think like the the monkeys with the monks. I think someone probably saw some animals having it and then maybe just kicking back and listening to Bob Marley <laughs> records and, and ordering a lot of dominoes. And they thought, I want a piece of that. I don't know if that's how it happened. I'm not sure. No, but, uh, but what about the koala? That's the same with eucalyptus leaves, isn't it? What? Well, eucalyptus leaves is all they eat, mm-hmm. isn't it? Koalas? Yeah. And then they just sit back in their chair in the tree or probably in a joint somewhere. I'm, I'm sure yeah, they don't have yeah. a hammock. But they just sit back and I'm pretty sure they're stoned. Nothing better than saying a tourist go out and spot the koalas during the day. Yeah. <laughs> they spend hours, yeah, hours looking, looking just up. looking up at trees and yeah, they can't see yeah. anything. Now, look, what do you want to talk about? Because we better move on because time moves on for us. Okay. Well, uh, actually, can we play a song come back to mine? Absolutely. All right. Here's a bit of Eminem. All right. Oh, this is what we're doing. All right. I like this. I like the wobble wobble. They want me going away. They want to jump I'm gonna accommodate. Wow, that was Eminem. What do you think of that, Tim? I know that you liked Eminem in his early days. Probably not as big a fan now. He's very uh, frenetic. He's very busy. What going on? He is uh, very, very, very clever. He wouldn't sit still much in the house. I reckon he'd be either doing the vacuuming or getting a list together for the shopping, or you know, maybe getting out the back with a creepy crawly in the pool. He'd always be doing something. He wouldn't be, <laughs> he wouldn't be sitting still much. I don't reckon. If I ever meet him, I'll ask him about. Please that. do. Yeah. yeah, that'd be great. You'd be surprised who you're going to get to. You know, you might get to talk to one day. Yeah. Hey, mate, have you got any creepy crawlies out of the pool lately? No, no, no. Yeah. He'd be out there with a net getting them out. He'd be you know, yeah. blowing the leaves off in autumn. I, I see what you mean. He'd love the edges on his grass too. Yeah. Old, he'd yeah, love that. He'd have a yeah. proper edger. And he'd would would sure. he have lawn porn? I've heard that's a thing yeah. now, lawn porn. Right when you get older. Yeah. A couple of my mates have gone into that sphere of lawn porn. I know maybe. a guy who bought a, a, one of the males with the rollers on it so he can roll the lines in like the MCG. Really? Yeah. yeah. Talking of th- all things horticultural. Yeah, well, I'm glad that that's a really good segue Thanks, because. Mate. My topic for today I want to talk about is indoor plants.
sense. Now, the reason I'm bringing it up, I'm in the process of moving house at the moment. Mm. My mum went down. She's the best, my mum. She just looks after me. Is this, sorry, down. is this the same mother who's- Oh, cook- she can't cook for shit. Who's cooking your shit can oh, constantly. You know what? If, if, she, if it comes a choice between her going shopping for me or cooking, I'll give my credit card every day of the week. <laughs> But she has come back with a, some nice things that I needed, yep. but about 12 indoor plants. <laughs> and I thought, who are you buying these for? You know me better than anyone. I don't like responsibility. I can't look after myself, let alone something else. But this is the reason I wanted to bring it up, Tim, yep. is that indoor plants become a chore. Mm. Like If you go on holiday or something, they die. So oh, yeah. you have to get someone to look after your plant. Now, I can understand with pets, right? We get a connection with pets. They give something back. Yeah, You play with them. They sleep next to you. Mm. They're fantastic. A plant does nothing. It just sits there and demands, and all of a sudden I've got to work my whole days around it. Plant, you know what plants do? They give you oxygen to breathe and clean the carbon dioxide. Yeah, out well, of I've got an air conditioner, Tim. Yeah, I don't know I if that's what it works. That. Yeah. But uh, look, even fake plants I get, you know, they pretty the place up. Yeah. Yeah. But why are we buying indoor plants like crazy? They um, they collect a lot of dust too, indoor plants. Mate, they and are they, useless. And they grow, the ones that do grow, grow very slowly. But they're massive in my folks' place at the moment. They've got all these indoor how, plants. How they many? water them every day, right? Conservatively, how many in it? 12 to 13. Wow. Buy fake ones. They look the same. You can go on holiday. Doesn't worry you. The dogs don't try and eat them when they come around. And when I come home drunk of a night time, I'm not going to... Knock them over and kill them. Yeah, or try and roll them into something. (laughs) Smoking your parents' indoor plants. That's great. Now, look, because... And the other thing you have to do with indoor plants is occasionally have to take them outdoors. So they can't stay indoors all the time. What, take them for a walk? Pretty much. This is my point. (laughs) What are we doing with our lives, Tim, that we have to worry about plants and what they are feeling? (laughs) Yeah, have they been for a walk today? I don't want to get them depressed. No, 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 no. You just got to put them outside occasionally so they get their dose of vitamin they're D. They're so demanding and they're very selfish. And the thing is, I'm very selfish, so I can't be in a place, a new place, for me to start. No, and your next yeah, chapter. No, that's right. And with with someone who's as selfish as I am. That's right. And you're far more important than a plant, eh? At least equal. <laughs> no, you make a valid point. Thanks, well, mate. I, I had a plant bought for me last. Last Father's Day or the one before, I can't remember. And it's like a sort of a succulent thing that's an indoor plant. Mm. And apparently Donna went to the person at Bunnings and said, I want the plant that you can abuse the most, just ignore completely. And I've got it and it's on my drawers or it's on my shelves at work in that office that I'm in at work. Now, for listeners who obviously haven't seen the inside of my office, it doesn't have any windows. There's no window, so it's completely artificial light, and all those lights are turned off for about 12 hours a day. So, <laughs> so this thing is inside fake light when it does get light, and then just in complete darkness the rest of the time. So all weekend, when no one's Do there, you worry about it? I do now. <laughs> <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't until you brought up about indoor plants, but yeah. I should really put it outside occasionally. But it becomes a factor. Why should it be a factor? It's a plant. Yeah, but it's at work, so, you know, it's either that or do work. So. It has dirt, it grows. Why am I having to contribute to that? <laughs> That's what I don't get. That's can, my I point. I can sense real bitterness. And oh, real... it's driving me nuts right now. So did you say to Sue, did you say, can you take the plants back? No, I can't do that, mate. Well, she's, hang on, your shit can She's gone cooking, out and she's can't. done the right thing and bought a heap of stuff for me because she, you know, she cares about my welfare occasionally. Yeah. Well, obviously, she didn't care when I was growing up with the shit she fed me, but she does care about my welfare now. Yeah. Uh, I think she more cares about me moving out again. Yeah, right. Right. Well, look, aren't plants meant to be calming? Well, you just said you got a plant you could abuse. What? Yeah, no, no, abuse as in neglect. That oh. sort of abuse. Ah, yeah. oh, right. I thought yeah. you were just standing there swearing well, at it. Well, no. Well, everyone else yeah. cops a spray, apparently. So <laughs> why not the plant? Talking to cop on a spray, should we have the mailbag? Oh, look at that for a segment. I'll tell you what, we are cooking now. Oh, yeah. Feel like abusing someone? Now's your chance. It's Fat and Ginger's Mailbag. All 
right, now, look, if I can, I'd, I'd love to start the mailbag this week. Now, as we've mentioned already, uh, we put out a couple of videos that did go viral. Well, 100,000 viral? 100,000 is pretty viral, mate. All right, so between the two videos that I put out... Some people don't know what you're talking about. Have, we, right. have we fully explained what's happened? Oh, I don't think so. So let's do it now before we... Okay, all right. let's, let's go. So, uh, like I said, Wednesday night I made the bet with Luke, right, yes. about the 50 countries by tonight. And I thought, well, what I'll do is I'll put out a video appeal. Right, mm. so it's about I think it's a 30, 40 second video, whatever it is. It's just it's just you just talking me, to camera, talking with to your, camera, with saying, your phone, yeah. probably sitting next to the plant, or you finished abusing that, and thought I can go forty seconds without swearing. <laughs> yeah, so let's right. do a video, which is hard for me to do actually. So <laughs> um, I'm just looking at the time too. So another seven minutes to the ad. Just we let's don't have to in. talk about it, mate. We can just like just <laughs> look at each other and you know hold up some fingers or something. <laughs> but we won't. We'll forget it. Like we yeah, do. Know. Um, so I thought I'll put out this video thing, right? And uh, I, I recorded it. It was only forty seconds of me to camera, and I put on Facebook and I chucked just a tiny bit of cash behind it mm -hmm. right and it went off its head so that video got up to about 76,000 views wow right and then I thought I'll give everyone an update and you're not even naked in that one imagine <laughs> how many is going to be in the next one. Oh yeah great it's going to be up to at least 75 views <laughs> Facebook won't allow it on They'll say something. We've got to do something. How do we get out to those people who are interested? <laughs> we can try, but they'll say something yeah. about community standards or something. Yeah, I know. <laughs> hey, I know a site we can upload it to. Stop. So, And then I thought, I'll give people an update, so I uploaded another video. Same thing, meet a camera, just talking about we're not doing well, we need some help. If you're in a country other than Australia, download the podcast. Yeah. And they got another, I think, without looking, about 20,000 views. Already. So yeah. 100,000 people are waiting to see you naked tonight. Pretty much, yeah. So, oh, and, wow. and There's a fetish for everything these days. <laughs> there is. And you look up from all over the world, Iran, Iraq... Um, there's one from Addis Ababa and I think that's in Ethiopia. Just everywhere. Well, it's ridiculous. Just nothing else going on. Just nothing. Are they all still in lockdown or something? Must be. There's got to be. be something going on because but, uh, it was a pretty basic video. It wasn't very, like a, No, 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 no. You didn't just, put any time into it or no. anything like that or even edited, I don't think. No, it was, not, just, it was uh, a one-shot wonder, just me talking to camera about how I'd made this stupid Did many people actually do what you asked them to do? Yeah, there's a few, yeah. yeah. So we had it downloaded in, I think, 20 countries, I think, or maybe 19. Because I've got to be honest with you, I did get a few. You asked me to share it to my international friends. Yeah, they just said get stuff. I, no, no, a few of them got back and said, yep, we've done it. But then I thought, hang on, you're getting too close to the 50 now. I want to see this. <laughs> I don't, I don't on, want what? you to make the 50. I, I, I didn't stop them from doing it, but I just sort of discouraged it in a way where I just sort of said, look, you are robbing the world of seeing the amazing, the magnificent sight of Tim Young bouncing oh, down the highway. <laughs> I've got to say that me and the nut has never been described as magnificent, I can tell you that. Not since the age of about 18. So You'd be surprised what people get into yeah, these days, mate. this is true. There's nothing strange as humans, I'll give you that. Now, as a result of all that exposure, it has generated some mail for the mailbag. Excellent. And so, look, what I think we'll do is we'll start positive and yeah. then we'll sort of night, light and shade sort of stuff, all right? Okay, yeah, okay. So the first one is from Mike in Hong Kong, um, who I used to play rugby with, and he says, uh, funnier than I was expecting, nice to hear the old lady thought your mate was appalling. And that was, <laughs> that that was, was in reference to the comedy gig. Yeah, yeah, comedy yeah, yeah. By yeah. the way, uh, WTF, would you wear slippers at your age from Mike in Hong Kong? So WTF, what's that? Uh, World Trade Federation? Yeah, that's right. World Trade Federation, would you wear slippers at your age? From so, Mike in Hong Kong. Mike in Hong Kong. Now, he lives in Hong Kong. He does, yeah. So, Where they still have 
rickshaws and stuff. And he's no, they don't have rickshaws. Do not anymore. Haven't had rickshaws for decades. Don't, no, they did. I was there two yeah, years oh, ago. You, you don't ride in them. They're just a tourist thing. Oh, is it? Or did you ride in one? Yeah, a couple. I thought they were like an alternative to taxis. Interesting story about Mike, very quickly. Go on. Uh, I used to play rugby with him. Yep. And um, we were playing in this game against, I think it was against Hong Kong police. And Mike's a big English bloke who lives there, works in finance. And they kept infringing. They kept giving away penalties. Long story short, without trying to explain the rules of the game, it was frustrating. And Mike said to this Chinese bloke, said, listen, mate, you do that again, I'm going to punch you in the face. And anyway, so the same thing happened again. I remember I was lying on the ground. Right? This is and, the police you're playing against. Yeah, and I, and I was lying on the ground in this massive body. And Mike's a big guy, this ham-sized fist, flies past my head, punches this Chinese guy in the head. And it was on, this massive sort of melee. Yep. Anyway, after things calmed down, we won the game, didn't lose another game whole season, won the premiership. Wow. And that all was, from that punch? All from that punch, I believe. That wow. was Wow. How many parking tickets did you get after that, though? <laughs> Don't worry, it wasn't me. Yeah. And uh, so that was Mike, Mike from Hong Kong. So Good on you, Mike. Nice guy. But he, he wrote in and said, funnier than I was expecting. Yeah. So what was he expecting? But hang on, we get that compliment with our stand-up too. Oh, better, we were expecting to be really shit, but it was actually all right. And I was going to say something about how did he get that punch in around the size of your head, but <laughs> that, that would just be nasty. And I'm trying to veer away from that. Yeah. I think I've mentioned that once or twice. He got an orbital gravity assist, which made the punch quicker. Now, <laughs> so going down, so we had, a, we had one from a guy called Justin. We had two actually actually, from a guy called Justin Murphy. I'm just looking at these. Oh, okay, yep, cool. Yep, yep. Yeah. Uh, and he's in Virginia in the States. Do you know him? No, I don't know him. Okay, what did he say? Uh, he said the first one was a pathetic bottom feeder behaviour. I'm not sure what he's in reference to. Pathetic bottom feeder behaviour. Oh, Is he talking about your nudie run as like a way to drum up business for our show by doing something outlandish as and completely, Yeah, completely transparent. Oh, I think he's way off the mark there. I think <laughs> Justin Murphy. But Didn't my, he used to play for Carlton, Justin Murphy? That's what I thought, yeah. yeah. I don't think it's the same guy possibly, but uh, my favourite one now, you've actually fixed this up for him here in the run sheet, but he wrote, you're a desperate loser, mate, right, in reference to me. Who but said that? Justin Murphy, again. Again, same, same he wrote guy. him twice. Yeah, yeah. So, you're, but, you're a desperate loser, mate. He's from America. He's from Virginia in the States. But I'd just like to say, I'd just like to say to Justin, your, in that context, is Y-O-U apostrophe R-E. Oh, Not Y-O-U-R. Yeah. So, mate, maybe you Who's the loser who's now, Justin? If it, and, and I'll tell you what, if you look at it closely, he spelled his surname wrong. <laughs> he has too. He's put M-U-R-P-H-E-Y. He has. Which everyone knows is not how you spell it. That's right. A uh, couple of little spelling mistakes here. I'm starting to wonder who the loser is. That's it. Guess what's coming up? Oh, let me guess the ad. Yeah, in 20 seconds. 20 se Oh, you can actually see the countdown. So uh, Let's talk about Justin for a little bit. Oh, yeah. Do you reckon he lives with his mum? Yeah, well, his mum wouldn't live with him. Yes, he'd live with his mum. Uh, actually, so do I at the yeah, moment. that's right. So I think uh, Justin- I'll take you back, Justin. Come here and say You that. are one cool dude. <laughs> that's it. If you enjoyed the program you've just heard- no, you see, what happened there was... I thought, <laughs> Go on. <laughs> no, I thought I'd let the second ad play, and then it went into Daryl Braithwaite, because I was looking at the top of the page, but it was hard. Oh, I hate this thing so much. Again, you're letting people in behind the booth here, like, <laughs> It's like the Wizard of Oz. Yeah, it's, uh, we're a magical being up here in Radio Land. So, got more for uh, the mailbag. Uh, Chris I got more. Chris from Geelong says, run... We can't do more now that we've gone to an ad, can we? You can't yeah. stop your segment halfway through. Do whatever we want. Okay, go for it. Uh, just one more. Chris from Geelong says, run, baby, run. I think he's got the, the gist of the general he public. Has. And look, and a quick shout out to everyone who checked in and said they had downloaded it. So there's a heap of people. I won't go through their names now, but they said- Well, go through their names. Oh, I don't have them in front of me. I'll do it okay. later. All right, do it later. Yep. All right. What do you got next? But, but the thing is, like you said, there's 100,000 people that have 
watch that video. Yeah, one of the internationally, two. Yeah, yeah. and only fifteen to twenty of them decided to actually act on it. There's a lot yeah. of people want to see you naked, Tim. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so or, yeah. maybe I should, including me. To maybe be you should have been a download fifty to make me run nude. Should have done the other way around. Yeah. If you get to 50, yeah. he will run new. Yeah, that's it. There you go. We'll remember <laughs> that for our marketing <laughs> meeting next time. Hindsight's 2020. <laughs> well, yeah. look, um, just for those people who are new listeners, we might have got a few off the back of that. Yeah. Um, I just want to play a little bit more about Tim. So obviously um, we're not going to talk about his head for the rest of the night. That is a certainty. Yeah. Right? If I bring it up, I'll run with you. All right? Sorry. For the rest of the night. So if you, you can't say any more jokes about my massive noggin, yeah. my planet-sized... As Melon. soon as this segment's over, no, I cannot no, no, mention no, it no, again. From right now. From uh, right now. Otherwise, you're running. Well, who's going to film it then? Yeah, true. Um, we just Can I say one more? Yeah, go on. One more? Yeah, Sniper's dream. That's, that's just letting the new listeners know what we're talking about. <laughs> now, uh, for those people who don't know Tim, he's not just a, a big brain, right? He's also got a lot of other bad attributes. So I want to um, play a little interview with someone. This is in retribution for him talking to my kids. Can I just interrupt? We've had a text message come in from Donna uh, and she says, correction, Justin lives with his mum and his blow up doll, otherwise known as Justin's girlfriend. Oh, wow. I take it all back. Well done, Donna. Yep. Thanks for clearing that up, Donna. And as for uh, Justin's girlfriend, just glad he's not a prick. Yep, that's right. It's Otherwise, all... you're going to be flying all over that room tonight. Oh, that's very good. Do you like that? Yep. Okay, so now I'm going to uh, – and Donna knows what you're like. Yep, she um, does. She's probably seen you at home. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but let's hear about what Tim's like at work. All right. Excuse me, mate. Uh, so you work with Tim for how long? Well, I've never seen him work. Like, he spends a lot of time on Facebook, but apart from that, I've never seen him do an honest day's work in his life. And do you think this place could continue without him? Oh, yeah. We like listening to his jokes, I and mean, we make a lot of fun of him. If, who would we hang shit on? So you always got to have that lowest common denominator, don't you? Correct, mate. He Can't spends be. a hell of a lot of time on the dunny. I don't know what he does in there, but... Is that the female toilets he goes to? Yeah, yeah. I think he could poo for Australia if he had to, as well yeah. as eat for Australia and all that, but if he can't do them at the same time, it'd be I think he to... stores a lot of that shit in his head. That's what makes it so big. <laughs> He's got hydrocephalus, apparently. <laughs> what can people at home know about Tim and his work ethic? You two can do nothing and get paid well. That's what I'd say. So, yeah, keep aiming for mediocrity and you'll you'll achieve it. And that's what Tim's done. He's underwhelming in his work performance. So uh... Uh, What you're saying is he does little and gets paid a lot. Yeah, useless flog. Hang on a second. Uh, Can I just say, I paid you out about your head in a previous segment that was done weeks ago, right? I haven't done it tonight. You can't take bits that I've said ages ago. Otherwise, there'd be plenty to hang me on over the journey. So you're saying there's room for negotiation here now? No, no room. Righto. Well, hang on. Uh, Well, look, let's get to know you more then. Play the clip. Right, last but certainly not least, Toby, we've got you here. Can I just clarify, you're unlucky enough to actually have Luke as your father, aren't you? Ah, uh, yeah, it's not good. In what way has he really disappointed you as a father? Just scarred me, really, for the rest of my life. Give the listeners something juicy here. Didn't buy me a drink on the way home from footy training the other night. Didn't really appreciate that very much. And you would have been really thirsty, too. I was very thirsty that night. Well, that's bordering on child abuse, isn't it? It is, basically. Anything else? Clapped for the other basketball team when they scored, and I scored and he didn't clap at so you scored in basketball, nothing. The other team, who he doesn't even know, and he clapped. Yeah, he was full, like, joined the cheer squad for that team because they scored and I didn't, and he wasn't happy about it either. I think you should take that up the chain. In the future, how do you see him as an old man? When you've got kids of your own, will you bring him around to hang out with Granddad? That's if he's alive, which I highly doubt. But if he is, I don't think it's safe for me to bring my kids anywhere near him when I'm older. Couldn't agree more. This has been fantastic. Fantastic. 
Yep. Yeah, I think that sums us up pretty yeah, well. Although it. Toby, you know what? He, he does take a lot of things to heart that happens. Mm. One day when I said to him, I won't let you down, mate, he goes, well, yes, you do let me down. I've got a list. And he was about eight at that stage. Has right? he written stuff down? He, he's got a list somewhere and he's just added to it this week because he wanted AirPods for his birthday and I've got them and he knows I've got them, but I said, I'm going to hang on to your birthday. You know when his birthday is, Tim? Go on. 27th of July. <laughs> And he's cracked it with me now. For those listeners at home, it is the 10th, 10th of, of May. So yeah, two and a half months away. And I've not given them to him and he's cracked it. So that goes on the list. Do you know what, right? Just I know it's not time for that scrap yet, but AirPods would have to be one of the worst ideas ever in the history no, of humans. you are kidding yourself, no, mate. I'm not kidding myself, mate. They're at... I've just dropped my pen in anger, right? <laughs> you threw it in <laughs> no, anger. I didn't throw it. Look, they're about $300 or whatever they are, yeah. right? And they're the most easily losable things ever. Have you ever worn them? No. I'm exactly. Making- I was a bit unsure about them, so I bought a cheap pair, mm. like 20 bucks, mm. like just little cheapies. Go, oh, yeah, I'm using those for podcasting things. I went and bought AirPod Pros. It is the single best purchase I've made in the last 10 years. They are incredible, Bullshit. unbelievable. Bullshit. They read your texts out to you, Tim. You can talk to them and they can look stuff up for you. They are incredible. I'd lose them. Well, the problem is you're not going to be able to reach the sides of it. Oh, no, I can't say there that anymore. Oh, no, no. No, I can't do it. I can't go a whole night without mentioning uh, certain sorry, appendages We're that sit to, on our shoulders. We've got things to talk about later yeah, we on. We do. Let's play a song. Right. So who was that? Uh, Florence okay. and her machine. Florence and the machine or her machine? Well, Florence and the machine. Yeah. I'm not sure if it's the same one that people raged against. No, well, that geez, that was angry music, wasn't it? Rage Against the Machine. Oh, I know they're the They're one of my favourite bands, mate. So good. And they weren't angry you don't as such. They were, well, it might have come across so the song that way. When they they go, were, the song where they say repeatedly, F you, I won't do it, you tell me, and just goes on and on like they that. They were suggestive. They were saying, listen, I'm not really keen on what you're suggesting. Maybe we can come up to a different arrangement. If not, F you. It's just not as snappy, is it? Nah, not no, quite. Not as F you yeah. do, you tell me. And then just repeat it again and again and, and again, again and again. <laughs> yeah. um, all, all right. right, should we do that scrap? Uh, yeah, I think yeah. so. Why not? Don't believe the hype. That's actually crap. All right. So, uh, Lukey, what do you got for us today? Uh, well, I'll kick it off the, tonight. I just turned 41 yesterday. I thought it was 42. Piss off, mate. You know that's not the case. You just made me swear on radio a bit. Every time. The reason so thing good. is you've said it like 20 times. Every time I know you're just trying to get a, a get rise it, out of me. I get it. Yeah, but you started, at least you said 42. You started off with like 47. <laughs> it's like, come on, mate. I know I'm old, but I'm not quite at that point. But I want to talk about birthdays after 40. Yeah, no, nah, forget so, it. So, you know, you've topped the crest of life. I have crested the hill. You, you've absolutely. looked around the world and mm. you've said, right, time to start going down. Yep. And I know that from here on in, they're going to get worse and worse. But I just know yesterday as much as my family tried to make it great for me my kids we went out for a bit of lunch and, and you know mother's day's on the same day that's annoying isn't it it is you know trying yeah. to steal my thunder that's right yeah, yeah? yeah. i know the mums only get one day a year but that's my day that's right yeah, yeah that's day they, they've born. got all year to, that's right. to work it out no, absolutely you should write a letter to someone yeah. <laughs> i'm a bit scared of what's going to come back but all right Get some um, <laughs> but i think i think just birthdays after 40 is what i'm putting in that's crap because no, 40 last year we were in lockdown my my ex-partner did a great job mm. um, uh, set out the, the tape out the front got all my mates to drive past had That's a barbie right. going I didn't come uh, had a beer yeah I know well she only invited my mates yeah so she had a <laughs> 
<laughs> she had a, uh, a Barbie. Oh, it was noticeable you didn't come too. Yeah, I know. Because yeah. Yeah, we bought uh, like well, three well, packets of snacks. We only needed one. <laughs> Weren't we locked down? I don't think I could. Oh, I can't remember the, cir- the circumstance. I yeah. think you just looked for any excuse. I think I you might have even written to Dan Andrews. So can you please put a, a ring of steel yeah, around Ballarat right. just for the couple of days? You're lucky I came in here on a Monday night to hang out with you. <laughs> yeah, keep going. Come on. Look, 40 was a great because it's a milestone. You know? it's, it's got a zero in it. It's got a zero in it. You go, I've hit 40. Yep. I've officially reached middle age, is oh, it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, is, yeah, middle age. 100%. Now I'm veering towards old age. Yep. And I know it. Yeah, and I feel it. Yep. Now I helped my sister move house today, Tim. Ooh. Uh, the day after my 41st birthday mm. and I started off like a house on fire and towards the end everything hurt and you know when you sort of pack everything you're sort of like in the zone and then you've got to drive to the place in that time I stiffened up that much <laughs> so it was true. like rigor mortis I couldn't <laughs> yeah. move by the time I got there and everything hurt unpacking it and I had to do a couple of those trips and that's why I was in such a bad mood when and I got it's hit so true because you seize up on the drive over yep. and then you get there and you open up the back of the truck or the van or the trailer or whatever yeah. and your heart just sinks you and go, it's like there's just despair spilling oh, out of those go, double doors that's right. yeah that's so much stuff how am I going to move that in a perfect world we'd have two teams we'd have the team back at the yeah. original house and the team at the new house yep. and you just pack it up and say it's their problem. Yep. The thing is I know how badly I packed it. That's, so yeah. I had to deal with all the crap that come from that, like That's all the right. broken stuff. I couldn't have scratched any more walls on the way in if I tried. It looks like a cave painting. And the sort of sad irony is, is the time in your life when you can finally afford to have really great parties is the time you don't want to celebrate your age. No. No, no one wants to see you turn 44. Anyway, the verdict's in. That is crap. Thank you. No worries. Because that's what we try and do, isn't it? Get it over the line. Yes. You're trying to convince me. I'm trying to convince you. Yep, that's right. And and you, I've just convinced you. That's right. That's exactly what we do. Excellent. So, so your turn. All right. So my, mine is, so we're talking about things that start off great but turn out to be shit. Yeah. All right. So because it's after, is it after yeah, okay. Yep. You need a hug? No, no. No, no. I'm, I'm good. Thank you. Don't patronise me. No, I'm, I'm fine. So, I'm in your corner, mate. I made a bet about 50 countries, which is a ridiculous thing to oh, do. Oh, you're going on about this. And it seemed like a good idea at the time, but yeah. it's just turned into just something that's oh, I just I did it the wrong way around. People just want to see me run naked. Yeah. Otherwise- That should be a good thing. You're over 40 and people want to see you nude. Yeah, but it's just for the humiliation, isn't it? So, mm. but- I'm actually thinking about a new career. <laughs> What's that? Well, if people are paying to see over 40 fat guys <laughs> nude- <laughs> Hello, ladies. Or <laughs> gentlemen. You know, I'm not closing off half the market. I'm just going to say that no matter what other career you would ever choose in any other field of endeavour anywhere, you would probably have to work harder than you work at your current job. So I'd probably just stay, just stay where, where I am. Stay where you it's are. a safe bet, isn't it? It is. So look, but let's go through some of the positives. So I aim for 50 countries. Right. And I think my bad maths, I think I got to 18, which is still not bad. That's pretty good. So in hindsight- Did you have a couple jump on tonight as well? Yeah, I did, yeah. Belgium so and New Zealand, yeah. Belgium and New Zealand? Yep. So I'll go through- the What com- took them so long to join the party? Well, New Zealand, New Zealand, because my brother's there at a conference. So I said, oh, really? So can you download on that? That's cheating a bit, isn't it? It's not as cheating as I was going to do. I was going to get a proxy server or a VPN and just set myself up in different countries around the world and download it from like India, Brazil, you know, uh, Ivory Coast. Central African Republic and do all that. But I just, I'm so bad with computers, I couldn't figure it out. Listeners, that is brilliant. I can't believe you come up with that and didn't do it. Well, I didn't. Uh, uh, Frank Russo came up with it. Oh, really? Yeah, and uh, he wanted to see your face when you were disappointed. Oh, I, Frankie. I, could, I couldn't figure it out. So, yeah. so I would have done it. Absolutely would have done it. Mate, that's brilliant. I can't believe you didn't do that. But I know how much you struggle with computers, technology, right. computers, yeah. those sorts of things. But surely you could have got someone to help you with that. But I only found out about it like yesterday afternoon. Oh, so yeah, it still would have been enough time. Yeah, I know, but I was 
busy. Anyway. Yeah, I think you want to get naked. I do not want to. Yeah. See, what the listeners don't know, right, yeah. is that across the road from us, every night they have a CFA meeting. On Monday nights. On yeah. a Monday yeah, night. I do. And when we come out of the building and lock up, which we have to do because no one replaces us because yep. no one's stupid enough to be on air this late right. on a Monday night, the CFA guys are still there. They're still testing sirens. They're still doing whatever CFA guys do, right? So they're going to tonight come out of their building after a nightly meeting to see you running naked past them going, it's okay, I'm a firefighter. <laughs> so true. <laughs> so let's get through the countries you've got. So obviously we've got Australia, where a majority of our downloads come from, uh, Canada, Denmark, Switzerland, United Kingdom, Sweden, Indonesia, United States, New Zealand, the Ukraine, Romania, Spain, Ireland, Hong Kong, Germany, Belgium, and Qatar. Wow. That is awesome. I'm surprised no one from Turkey. Why is that? Because that's what you're going to look like running down the hill, I reckon. Just then, that one? Or that what? was just off the cuff. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah thanks, mate. Showed. All right, so look, do we agree that irresponsible bets are crap? I think that I couldn't believe you made it in the first place. Neither can I. Right, but now that you've made it, I've got a certain admiration for you. I'll, I'll give you that because what you've done is you've tried to grow our brand <clears throat> by using what you had at your disposal. Which is Which what? is your lack of dignity. Unbelievable body. <laughs> it is unbelievable. I'll give you that. <laughs> should, should we have a song? Yeah, okay. I'm going to take you guys all the way back to... Did I sound American then? Yeah, no, I, I reckon you'll like this. Because right, I know you don't like a lot of the music I play. Mm. Let's see what you think about this. Righto. Right. I don't know who that was, but I rather enjoyed it. Well, I cut it off a little bit early because I figured there was a little bit of that self-indulgence stuff that yeah, you, I know you don't like I do to. not like that. That's and, right. Uh, and I didn't want you to have to go through that. Mate. So given uh, tonight's festivities at about 10 o'clock, I thought I'd give you all a quick rundown on the weather. So currently in Ballarat, currently it's 9.6 degrees and raining outside, going down to an overnight low of five degrees and i'll be out and about in a state of undress running down and then back up barclay street so yeah something to look forward to and if you're in the ballarat area do not come down stay at home well i just can't wait to see the junk in your trunk tim there is plenty of junk in junk in my trunk yeah <laughs> all right we're going to chat to we got uh, associate professor dave bay we have on the phone and we can see him through the miracle of technology which is fantastic oh, hang on we've got to play the jingle first right and we'll on. get to dave and now it's time for an update on stuff. All right, and it is a time for update on stuff. Now, the man who uh, is lucky to be with us today after having nearly died from a hangover on Sunday is Dave Bade. Good evening, Dave. Oh, Tim Luke, great to be here again. Great to see you. Yeah, that's right. Get to see you in the flesh. This, this, yeah, this, I didn't even know what you look like till tonight, mate. Yeah, that's right. That's what up you got there? Yeah, no, we're getting very professional these days. And now that I've uh, seen what you look like, you're a little bit too good looking for my liking. You're not fitting well here at all. No, that's right. I must know how to pose this camera properly. (laughs) (laughs) You're doing those shots where they do on Tinder and that, where it's like from up and above. Yeah, yeah, there it is. Yeah, that's the one. That's what I do. Every video I ever take of myself now or photo has to be above so that the old uh, double chin is done. He uses the uh, NASA (laughs) satellites to do it. Actually, I'm not allowed to pay him out about uh, anything to do with anything above your shoulders tonight we've got a bit of a bet going you've obviously heard associate professor dave Bate about what tim's going to be doing after the show tonight i can't wait 
That won't be live streamed, will it? Not live streamed as such. I want to take it home and have a good look at it first. <laughs> um, but then after that, we will be putting something on somewhere. I'm not sure exactly who's going to take it. We're thinking we might have to bypass YouTube and go straight to RedTube. <laughs> but I don't know if there's a thing called HeadTube. I don't know. Uh, there it is. See? You oh, did it. I keep doing it. You did it's it. so hard. You can't help yourself. It's can so you? hard. How cold is it down there tonight? Oh, uh, the I'll tell you what, you could measure it in millimetres, I think. Either way, it's it's very cold, it's quite wet outside, and um, I hope you don't slip over and hurt yourself. No, well, I'm wearing my shoes. Yeah, of course you can. That's you can wear your shoes. Yeah. And you haven't got your slippers on tonight, no, I noticed. No, no, I've got my running but shoes on, yeah. Like, what, are we covered by Voice FM's insurance if you were to do an accident? Well, now we're outside, I suppose, so they go. Yeah, I know, but it's still promoting their station as such. Come and see this guy run naked down the street. I would think that they would distance themselves as far as possible from a 43-year-old man running naked up a street. Well, it's going to be an interesting court case. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) It's definitely a work cover injury. It's covered by law. I think it should be. (laughs) Definitely. Yeah. We might get our lawyers on the line, uh, Lionel Hutz. See, the problem is I've got – not only do I have a problem with running new, but it's a problem of going down the hill and then back up the hill. That's the bit I'm not looking forward to. Out of all of it, that was a bit that surprised me the most. What, that I'm going to run up the hill? That you're going to run back up. Well, because that's where my clothes are, so I've got to get back up the hill, haven't I? (laughs) Well, good luck finding them when you get back up. And and Associate Professor Dave Bate will tell you, I'm I'm a complete stranger to nudie runs. I've never done a nudie run before in my life, have I, Dave? You've never done a successful one. (laughs) Well, I seem to remember. One actually that you were involved in, where I actually came back to where my clothes were kept and there was clothes missing, so I had to yeah. go around in a state of undress. That was... wasn't associate Professor Griffo trying to find his uh, Catman T-shirt, <laughs> his, was it? His Catman T-shirt, yeah. No, it was. I think it was before that incident. No, it was at the UQ Athletics track, and I came back to the start of the hundred meters mark where I'd left my clothes in mm-hmm. a nice neat pile, and I think my trousers were missing. So, do you know anything about that, Dave? Ah, uh, yes. Um, and they went in the pinup. Sure. <laughs> Where they belonged? If this was a 10 till 12 show, I could actually tell you about several disgraceful incidents on that night, but we won't. But that's, I've just remembered one actually, which is, uh, yeah, funny. But look, Dave, uh, can you tell us a little bit about uh, your hangover on Mother's Day? How'd that go? Hey, look, uh, it, it was one of the world's greatest. Uh, had a wonderful, wonderful 40th uh, birthday party in the afternoon on Saturday. and. I'd spent about three hours in the sun watching kids soccer before it. Um, Were you day drunk? Uh, yeah, very much so. <laughs> um, There's uh, only one place to go from there, Dave, isn't there? Given a curfew early, um, <laughs> there were glamorous people everywhere, and so I decided to fit in by just double fisting some champagne from the <laughs> go. Because that makes everything better. It makes everything better. Mm. And, uh, time started to go really, really quickly, so I needed to keep coming up. And um, by the time I left, and it was seven o'clock, so I wanted to get home for the great for the great rugby game that mm. was mm. the Queen victory. Um, anyway, but uh, how, how weird is it being drunk during the day, mate? Yeah, no, it wasn't pretty, um, and I haven't been at a party for a year or so. So, and I I do like the occasion. So, <laughs> uh, it's usually a handshake and see you later and thanks to the party. But it was just uh, it was bear hugs and sloppy kisses, and uh, I even kissed the bartender. <laughs> something like that and, and thanked him for his service and uh, uh, yeah got home and woke up at four in the morning with just the lights blaring I'd missed the whole footy game um, uh, two hours time I knew the kids were going to wake up and it was Mother's Day as well as my daughter's birthday I had a double banger on sun, on Sunday and uh, so yeah it wasn't, a, it wasn't a great start on Sunday that's for sure are we talking um, um, on Sunday were we talking no solids no liquids like how bad are we talking Oh, we're talking. Oh, there was a lot of guzzling under the tap, 
um, as I got out of bed. Did you have time to get a glass or just straight out of the tap? I just just, just yeah. mouth over the muzzle yeah. and let it go. Sometimes you just haven't got time for things, have you? No, no, I was running late. I was, I was running late for the birthday celebrations, presents to be given. But I didn't have anything, but we went out to a lovely cafe for both Mother's Day and, and Lucy's birthday. And, um, you know, I've got four kids and my wife, and they all got served before me. And, uh, <laughs> you got asked I, to wait outside? I was just hanging for this for this food, and it was, it was delicious. It was like Eggs Benedict on this massive Oh, hat. yeah. Yeah. Um, I was. I got another two hash browns as well, obviously, because one's not enough. And, Mate, uh, I think. I think that um, because my birthday was yesterday as well, and I'm sick of sharing it with the mothers. I think they should have Mother's Day on like a Wednesday or something, where we we can prepare for it. Nothing else is on on a Wednesday. We're not upsetting the equilibrium of life, and nobody's hung over on a Wednesday. I so, have been. Yeah, I know, but you don't <laughs> plan it that way. It just happens. So. Yeah, look, I'm not sure whether that will get over um, the, you know, half the population. You know, I think the mothers yeah. want that. They do yeah. get pretty selfish sometimes, don't they? <laughs> well, I'll never say that out loud. No. <laughs> I'd just like to distance myself at this stage from anything that Luke might say between now and the end of the show. I uh, know, we love our mums. Look, uh, but just not that much on a Sunday morning. Well, yeah, after. Backing his head to that one too. <laughs> Well, maybe after 70 standard drinks the night before, it's probably not great, is it? So. Yeah, that's fair enough. Mate, well, hey, look, we, we work hard, we play hard. I, I, I can't stand that saying. No? Nah. Why not? Because only cockheads say it. Yeah, but I don't really work hard. I just like to pretend I do so I get a chance to play hard. Yeah. The best part about the the, the, um, the brunch, though, that we had, though, is I was about to eat my meal, and, and who sat down next to me but my old waiter friend from the night beforehand. <laughs> oh, you're joking. Did you and take him home, or? He came in with his family and uh, sat down next to me, and we looked at each other, and, and I just kept eating and nodded, and he grinned and pretended he didn't know me. Must have been, <laughs> must have been awkward having shared that embrace and pash just hours earlier. Yeah, he, he had a bit of stubble, too, so... Uh, <laughs> My lips were tender. <laughs> and this man, uh, this man tinkers with people's insides too. Hey, yeah, really? yeah. Yeah. Hopefully not on a Sunday morning, Tim. <laughs> no. All right. We're going to keep moving. Dave, thank you very much. Good to speak to you. You're looking well. Great to see you guys. All right. And uh, in a couple of weeks. Yes. Right. Excellent. See, see you, Associate Cheers. Professor Dave Bate. Bye. All right. Uh, the weather's, it's actually gone up. It was 9.6 degrees. It's now 9.8, so it's positively... Is this a heat wave in Ballarat? It's positively balmy. Now, I'm looking at what we're doing next. I think we should play a song. So We're going to play a song because while we've got a song, we have got a special guest tonight. We haven't mentioned him yet, and we should because time marches on, but mm. he is one of the oh, most inspirational people you'll ever meet in your life. Oh, and uh, he's yeah. a great friend of mine, and I'm looking forward. After the break, after this song, we're going to meet Mikey Todorovic. Right up. There we go. Everyone's favourite ginger, Ed Sheeran. Where do we rank on that list? Uh, we're 984th. Uh, I just... <laughs> Always said with such confidence, <laughs> That's too. That's right. I, I want to know who's... Like, is Ralph Malf on that list? Like, who's ahead of us in the, in the ginger stakes? Yeah. We're 984th. You know the crazy sidekick on the Knight's Tale, that ginger guy? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Tenth. He's pretty good. Yeah, he's up I there. like him. He's uh, funny. Bet, Paul Bettany. He's on the Knight's Tale as well. He is, yeah, but he's number five. So there's two gingers on that. Yeah, there is, yeah. Was he a ginger, Paul Bettany? I thought I he was blondie. So. Uh, Strawberry well, Strawberry Blonde's part of the club. I don't think so, are they? Oh, you see, start well, well, okay. Nicole Kidman, she was right up it's there. It's like calling a midget a dwarf. 
You oh, can't lump them all in together. You can't move on, right? Why? You're not allowed to say that these days. We're not going to scale the heights with that sort of conversation, are we? <laughs> <laughs> but with Nicole Kidman, with Nicole Kidman, right, she was fair and square in the ginger club. Yes. And then she chose to go away from her gingerness. Yeah. She sold her and gingerness. And look what happened to her. She excelled. My favourite bit, my favourite bit, and you would have seen the Bangkok Hilton. I think it was a miniseries, wasn't it, or a movie? Yeah. When she's standing, right, she's just escaped out of prison in Bangkok in Thailand, right? Yeah. And she's a six-foot-tall, red-head, white chick with yeah. massive so flaming... she just blended beautifully. Is that what you're saying? She walks through passport control. Yeah, no one's looking Bangkok for her. Bangkok International Airport. Yeah. And it's just... It just just it's the dripping with white arrogance, it's so good. Well, obviously, like steering away from that was what got her Hollywood career. Do you think that maybe we should be looking to do a similar thing? Peroxide, the hair. Maybe if we dyed the hair a different colour, we could be hanging out in Hollywood doing well, parties and stuff. We'd also have to deal with the fat thing too, so we have to you know, actually eat. Uh, it's eat starting right. to sound a little bit hard, isn't it? Yeah, it is, yeah. It's yeah. smacks of effort. Yeah. All right, well, hang on. Can you just talk for a second? Because I'm going to get our guest on the I line. Can talk, I can talk about the fact that tonight's very cold. I'm not looking forward to it. And uh, we're here in the lovely warm studio, and really, that's where I'd like to stay. So I don't want to run nude up and down Barclay Street. I don't want to run anywhere in any sort of state of dress or undress, <laughs> to be honest. But. But it's got to happen now because you've you've built it up so much. Yeah, I know, and it's just yeah, and I've I've done this all to myself. It is self-destructive behaviour. Yeah, I, I understand what you're saying. Hey, I've got some good news too. Um, I like good. Do you remember when Aiden was on a few weeks back, mm. and he said like you need like a little jingle or something before you introduce the guest? Yep. Yep. Okay, we'll have a listen to this, mate. Now we have got one of the. Yeah, let's turn this up. We have got one of the great men of all time, one of my favourites on the line. Yep, and he is going to talk to us. Before we do, let's hear a little sound effect. Yep. Oh, that is great. Did you like that? Yeah, that's good. Yeah, excellent. Now I'm going to have to turn it off. <laughs> All right, Mikey, how are you, my friend? Good, good, Lukey. Yourself, man? Did you nice like the little sound effect? Say that, buddy. Mate, you're probably used to that sort of applause uh, as you're running out on the field or or maybe <laughs> just bringing a coffee down at your local cafe. That's it. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> so, uh, Mikey, you've got the Three Little Figs Cafe in Packington Street in Geelong. Yeah, that's right, mate, yep. And it's been in the family for a little while now. And how's it all going? Yeah, going really good, thanks. So we're doing a lot better now after COVID. COVID was a little bit tricky with us. So a little bit tricky. We, well, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think everyone kind of, you know, found it tough. But, yeah, I reckon um, probably, you know, the – End of last year to now, it's been it's been really good. Um, yep. Everything's been picking up nicely, and and um, we're getting our regulars. Well, our regulars never really stopped coming. They kept on supporting us the whole way through, which was amazing. Um, but things are finally, you know, starting to come back to normal now. Excellent, mate. Well, that's that's awesome. And I have been in a couple of times, seen your lovely parents, mate. Sue and Rocky are just amazing people. And anyone who's in the Geelong area, you need to pop in for a Rocky burger. It is <laughs> – I, I like my chilli. I like my hot food. It is sensational. So uh, anyone in the Geelong area, go to Paco, Three Little Figs. So while we've got you, Mikey, Thanks. you are one of the more inspirational people I've met in my life. Now, I met you through the Geelong Dragons where you burst onto the scene uh, a couple of years ago now. Geez, time flies, mate, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. So uh, so tell us about that first time that you, uh, you come down and you, you ran out with the Dragons, mate. Well, f- first of all, thanks for your kind words, man. And um, meeting you was an absolute pleasure for me, man. Um, and, yeah, no, look, it was it was amazing, man. Um, 
I'll never forget, I always wanted to play footy, uh, but because of my vision impairment, because I'm legally blind, um, yeah, um, it was always hard for me to play mainstream footy. So I found out about, um, you know, the feeder, fo- the feeder Football League mm-hmm. uh, through Le- Leisure Networks with Tim Downs. And um, he said, come and have a kick, come and have a bit of a play down at uh, Bell Park um, for, for the Bell Park Dragons. And... When I when I came down, I was a little bit <clears throat> I was a little bit hesitant because I thought, you know, I don't know anyone. Um, this is going to be really like really interesting because I was basically the only player that was vision impaired there. Um, and when I rocked up, the boys and girls, it was just amazing. Like I have not felt that much love and support from a group of people from just meeting them for the first time ever. It was just amazing. So as soon as I played my first game, I think we played... Um, I think it was Warnable. Uh, Warnable. Warnable, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so, mate. And you played that game. You Warnable. played the uh, the final. And I think you played a couple of the next year as well until you copped a bit of a knock. Was that what uh, stopped you playing? Yeah, yeah. So it was actually round one um, of the Metro League. So it was really good prior to that. The Dragons were playing, you know, in the Country League. And then we had um, the Metro League, which was like a real privilege for Geelong to be in that. And we played round one in the Metro League. And I jumped – I, I ran into the pack and, um, and yeah, just hit, uh, I hip and shouldered someone. But I think I did it a bit awkwardly and cracked – well, right there, I believe, I cracked a couple of ribs. But Ooh. I didn't know. Like, um, it just felt like a bit of a – just a bit of a bruise. I thought, no, nah, this is nothing serious. So I kept on playing throughout the whole game, laid another tackle, and the guy kind of laid – he kind of landed on me. Um, and then, it, then I knew something wasn't really right. But I thought that doesn't matter. I'm going to keep on playing. So I played the rest of the game and came home, and a couple of days later, I ended up in hospital with two broken ribs. So. Oh wow, wow. mate! <laughs> and we, we we lost our tagger that day, mate. You were a pretty good tagger, weren't you? <laughs> Thanks, man. Well, that was the only position I could play because when I first started playing, because there's no audible. Uh, sound in the ball like in blind AFL football but um, I thought I don't know how we're going to do this because I'm not going to really be able to see the ball well but I still you know thought let's give it a go and then I can't even remember how it really started I, I think Jai the coach was you know the main influence and he said why don't you stick on someone and let them take you to the ball and that's what I did I stayed on one of the fastest one of their fastest players on round one that I played down at Bell Park when it was hailing was beautiful weather for footy. <laughs> and um, and it was great, you know. He kept on bringing me the ball because um, he was like an on-baller. And from then on, I just said, okay, I'm going to stick to him like glue and, you know, That's not brilliant. give him any peace. So, and and yeah. did, mate, and, and took out one of their great players. That's so good. And, and if I remember, got a little bit of the ball Thanks, yourself. Boys. So And not just that, mate. That wasn't what you brought to the side. What you brought to the side was your personality, your cheeriness, your acceptance, and you just took us – because we'd had a bad loss the week before you came. I don't know if you remember that. And, and yeah. a few of the players were down. We couldn't make the grand final anymore. And all of a sudden, this young man comes along who just infected the side with laughter, with his personality, and just changed the whole demeanour. And all of a sudden, it stopped being about footy again. It started being about being a part of it. And uh, we really thank you for that, Mikey. And we really miss it. So we're hoping you get down to a bit more assistant coaching in the future. Thanks, man. Oh, yeah, I would love to. I mean, I've got a little baby girl at the moment. She's six months old. And, uh, congratulations. And uh, she keeps – thanks, mate. She keeps me busy, Sophia. And she is gorgeous um, too, and, mate, isn't uh, she? 
Thanks, Luke. Yeah, she is, mate. Lucky she got her mum's look, so that's good. But, um, <laughs> yeah. but, um, and then I also play blind tennis, which keeps me very busy. But as soon as Sophie gets a little bit older, um, yeah, that's a dream of mine to come back to the Dragons and help out the boys with some coaching. Well, you're right. doing a bit of assistant coaching maybe at home now instead of at the footy field. That's, right. <laughs> that's exactly right. Yep. So yep. Right. But um, I think Sophie is the senior coach. I think she tells me what to do. <laughs> Now, uh, Lukey was telling me that you're also a martial artist of some note. Yeah, correct. Used to train martial arts for a while. That's right, mate. Yeah. Uh, which one? Well, which, what did you do? Which ones? Like karate or? Well, it, well, it's interesting because, like, I started looking into martial arts when I was 18. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dad is a third dan black belt um, in in karate. For people that don't know what a third dan is, it's basically after a black belt, you got degrees after that first degree second degrees and third degree um and he taught me a little bit of karate as a young boy but then kind of never really did it again and then when i was 18 um i started doing karate again and i you know i kept on getting knocked around a lot because i couldn't see punches and kicks and so on coming so i basically then ended up just trying every martial art that you can think about um until i found the one that really i could do with my vision and again, that was dad telling me, why don't you try a martial art called Wing Chun Kung Fu? So that's spelled W-I-N-G mm-hmm. space C-H-U-N, Wing Chun. And Wing Chun was made famous by Bruce Lee because mm-hmm. um, that was Bruce Lee's first martial art he ever trained in, in Hong Kong, under Grandmaster Yip Man. And then when I went to wing, when I went to the class the first night, we rocked up and we had a look at a, you know them training and walked up to the teacher and the teacher was in his Chinese kind of Kung Fu outfit. And he, this teacher's incredible because he's only got one leg. He was a ex-policeman that lost a leg in a fishing accident. Wow. And um, he had like a, um, a prosthetic leg. And I remember him saying, you know, oh yeah, guys, welcome kind of a thing. What do you want out of Wing Chun? And I said, well, I would really love to learn how to defend myself, but um, you know, I'm legally blind, so I don't really know how good this is gonna be. And he said, well, this is a good, art for you because it's all touch it's all sensory and i remember he said to me try to hit me and i kind of laughed and he said no no hit me and as i kind of went to just do a normal hook you know his hand was in my face as quick as a second just touching my face and he goes that's how simple wing chun is it's just all about straight motion we we, we, we don't go round at all it's all straight that's that's pretty handy i fell in love with it that's a good yeah. lesson for life as well, isn't I, it? I think so. Go straight down the line. Don't straight, muck around. That's it. And I've actually, you that's gave it. me a demonstration in the shop one day with your dad, Rocky, and you were fast, mate. I could barely see your hands. They were just a blur. I've never been accused of being fast before, except maybe in the bedroom. <laughs> Thanks, man. But uh, Thanks. that's fantastic, mate. You really are uh, fantastic at it. Now, I want to talk to you about the great work you've done outside of uh, the Dragons when it comes to footy. You've been instrumental yep. in launching and, and getting off the ground blind footy, which is absolutely mm. huge now, Mikey. But we're Thanks, going to play man. a song first. If that's okay, can you bear with us? Yeah, of course. We're going to listen to a bit of Eddie Vedder first, and then we'll come back and chat to Mikey. Yeah, all right. So who was that? Eddie Vedder, mate. 
Eddie Vedder, Into the Wild soundtrack. That was Hard Sun. Into the Wild, that ends happily, doesn't it? Uh, no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. No, he, he, he tried to do what you've done a couple of times and eat things that shouldn't be food. No, that's right. He ends up yeah. dying in the bus in the snow, doesn't he? Oh, well, spoiler alert. Oh, I'm sick of this. Mate, if you haven't seen it by now. It come out in about 07. Yeah. It's only 14 years, mate. Some people are busy. <laughs> so, <laughs> hey. Uh, talking think, people that are busy. Oh, wow. Speaking of people that are busy, mate, yeah. uh, we're talking to one of the busiest going around. Yep. Uh, and now that he's a dad, he's probably even twice as busy, but he's still doing it well. Mikey, you're still with us, mate? Yeah, my man. Excellent. Now, I wanted to chat about some of the things that you've initiated because you are such a, a positive and outgoing and trying to give back sort of a person. So tell me about the process that led to one of the big leagues in Victoria now, which is blind footy. Now, <coughs> uh, two or three years ago, four years ago, it wasn't even on the horizon. Is that correct? Yeah, that's right, man. Yeah. And you've been one of the driving factors of this. So tell us about how it came about yeah man so this was before I played um, you know for Bell Park in the feeder football league but basically like I've always been crazy about footy and I always wanted to play footy but played at school a little bit in, um, in high school but never really could you know take a mark or you know see the ball in flight so I was basically just you know everyone used to just say to me chase the guy with the ball and tackle him really because that's the only thing I could really do because I could actually see the ball in their hands but it never really you know it never gave me that full satisfaction you know the boys would play footy on the weekend and I wouldn't be able to and then um one night one of the best things that ever happened to me was I um I met a man, well, I got introduced to a man called Morris Gleason. He's the president of Blind Sports and Recreation Victoria. And um, me and Morris developed an amazing friendship, and uh, I started playing blind tennis. That was the first uh, sport I played. And then one night I was on the couch watching the footy show, my favorite show, and I was just really frustrated. I was like, man, I just want to play footy. And I rang up Morris, and I said, Morris, I reckon we can – organize a blind football league because Morris spoke to me how, um, cause he's fully blind. He told me how, when he was at a school for the blind, they used to play footy. There was a bell in the ball. And I said, why don't we get this started? And Morris is one of the most inspirational, amazing people I've met apart from you, Lukey. Um, <laughs> <Steady>. and, <laughs> uh, I did not, I did and, not um, facilitate or pay Mikey to say that. <laughs> oh, I love Lukey, man. He's my favorite. I'll, I'll be in the but, cafe uh, in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Your free coffee will be waiting for you. But, um, <laughs> yeah, now nah, basically, man, um, cut a long story short, um, Morris said, mate, let's give it a go. So I wrote up um, all the rules that I could think that would cater to vision-impaired and blind people to play footy. Um, and then Morris and I kind of went over the rules. It sounded good. We went to AFL Victoria um, uh, uh, about it down at Icon Park in Melbourne at Carlton Footy Club. And it took about a year or so to kind of, you know, uh, really think about it and figure out how we're going to sell it, how we're going to make it safe, how we're going to do all the adaptable equipment. And the first trial day, I believe, was in 2017. And now it's a fully blown uh, AFL blind league. It's crazy, mate, um, how quickly it's taken off. Yeah. We've got four clubs in there. A lot of the AFL clubs have got, have got um, behind it and they've all got their own sides now. That's right. We've got four clubs. We've got Hawthorne, um, Western Bulldogs, Essendon Bombers, who I used to play for, and the St Kilda. Now, Hawthorne and St Kilda are affiliated with the AFL. And the Doggies and uh, the Bombers are still affiliated with AFL Vic, 
not with AFL just yet. So we're trying to get as many clubs on board to be affiliated with the AFL. I'm a Mad Cats man, so I'm trying to get the Cats on board. Are you a Um, Mad Cats man, Mikey? I had no idea. (laughs) Now, it's funny you should bring that up. Now, it's quarter to ten on a Monday night. And and all all night. No, no, no. You will listen to this, Tim, because, Mikey, what you don't know, mate, is that every week Tim brings a Richmond supporter on as a guest, right? And I have to sit there and cop it because they beat us in the grand final, they beat us in the prelim of the year before, and and probably a qualifying year before that. So for for weeks and weeks and weeks, I've been dying to get a Geelong supporter on, and I haven't done it because I wanted to have something to get excited about. Now, can you tell me what happened on Friday night, Mikey? Oh, mate. Well, for anyone that doesn't know that, well, they've been living under a rock. But um, Geelong, mate, beat the Tigers by 60-odd points, mate. We gave them a thrashing. Smashed them. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. And I want Tim and to be thinking about that. wasn't playing either. No, nah, we had a few out. playing amazing we footy without Gary Ablett Jr., my favourite, and Paddy Dangerfield was out. The way they played, mate, was amazing. And Jeremy Cameron, man, was on fire. And Gary Rowan for his 150th, wow. Yeah, but the thing it's is, amazing. we didn't have much to beat, mate. It was pretty easy. It was like a training drill yeah, for us, Yeah, well, it? that's exactly right, man. Yeah. That's right. So uh, the, the Richmond are thinking about changing their name to Witchman because uh, it's the hats that they have, look like. Jeez, that's I bad. just come up with that on the spot. It was Jeez, terrible. Jeez, but, that, was good, <laughs> that was good, man. Witch's hat. Just so, remember, just remember, there are 1.6 billion Chinese people that don't care. Yeah, I know. Just I know, remember. but I know there's one big-headed bloke in the booth with me who does. So that's uh, right. And bro. we've got to take these little wins where we can, Mikey. After the last couple of years, don't we? Hundred percent, man. Yeah. Definitely. And, and Mikey's a massive yeah. cats man. If you go into his cafes, a few photos of him in there with a couple of the players that have wandered in. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. We've had well, we've had a Lingy, we've had yep. Billy Brownless. Um, and that's all thanks to a friend of ours called Peter Burke. He works um, above our cafe. Well, we've already had Jay on the show, mate. Jay uh, works. He's, oh, he's yeah, Jay. Jay on there, have you? Yes, we've had Jay on the show uh, talking all things finance. That was the highest brow we've ever got. Hey. Well, the Burks are an amazing family. Peter, uh, Peter's such an inspiration to me, mate. He's very heavily involved in, um, you know, ballpark footy club. Down he got Dragons, Jimmy Bartell. Yes. Down at Bell Park. You remember that, Lukey, with yep. the boots when they don't have boots? No, that we've been amazing, very lucky yeah. down there with a lot of support. And you know what? You just mentioned yeah. a Lingy then. I thought, well, Lingy's a, a, a ginger as well. He might come he on is, the show one yeah. day. <laughs> yeah, do it, man. We'll have to, we'll have to reach out to Lingy and see if he's keen to, uh, to, to call in. Get so, Lingy on there, mate. Yeah, absolutely. Well, look, have you got any parting words for, for Tim as a Richmond supporter? Um, because we do have to play him again at least once this year. They probably won't make the finals, so probably only the once. Uh, but uh, anything you want to say to Tim um, just to rub in a little bit on Friday night? Oh, look, man, put it this way. Dusty was uh, probably not playing that good of footy that everyone, you know, expects. But look, man... There's plenty of time to transfer over to the Geelong Footy Club. Tim, you're more than welcome any time, buddy. I would rather sandpaper my junk off <laughs> than support the cats. Well, it's funny you should say that because I reckon we're going to see the results of that in about 20 minutes' time, mate, out the front of the studio. I was just going to say, mate, yeah. mate what, what, what is this I hear about a, a, a run in the nutty? It's funny that Tim keeps looking at his watch, Mikey. And usually it's like because our running sheet's going past, like we're way off where we should be. But tonight I think it's actually thinking, how can I get out of this building really quick while Luke's still talking and just drive home? It's not. And you guys are in Ballarat, yeah? 
Yes. Yep. 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 So yep. how cold is it tonight? Oh, in it's it's funny you should ask that. What is it, Tim? Well, it's it's funny. It says it's nine and a half, but I reckon actually reckon it's a lot colder than that. Well, we're going to find out in a second. Yeah. Yeah. Well, don't forget, mate, before you do it, quickly go on YouTube and type in the Wim Hof breathing technique, the Iceman, if you heard of Wim Hof. All right, I'll do he, that. I don't think it's going to help you, know. mate. We're no. not judging the temperature in degrees anymore. We're judging it in millimetres. That's right, in Kelvin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, Mikey, um, thank you so much for joining us, mate. You're one of the most inspirational people I know. I'm not going to talk about it on air, but you know that uh, I came to you with a problem once and I'm forever in your debt because you solved that. And, um, yeah, it's hard to talk about, but I'm forever in your debt for everything you've ever done for me, mate. I can't wait to see what happens next in your life. You've got a beautiful family there. We're hoping to get you back down to the Dragons at some stage and uh, when, when, when things ease up for you at home, mate, which should be about when she turns 18. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, mate, thank you so much for joining us and, um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll speak real soon. Good on you, Mikey. Thanks, thank mate. Thank you, mate. You're welcome, mate. Anything for you, buddy. You're one of the most lovely, most genuine people I've met and I look at you as a like a best mate, man. You're a true friend. So from the bottom of my heart, thank you for your loyalty and your love. So we'll, I'll, I'll do anything for you, buddy. And Tim... Pleasure meeting you. Good you luck too. next week with the footy. And uh, yeah. good luck Stop after it. the show, buddy. Yeah, I think you might need <laughs> yeah, luck a little you. bit sooner than that. And thank uh, you. I can listen to Mikey talk about me for another 10 minutes if you want. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, brother. I'll we'll talk good to you real you, soon. Mate. Thanks, mate. See you, mate. All right. Bye. Good on you guys. Thanks. Bye. Just now that he's off air, right? <clears throat> right on. You're a complete disappointment. Just remember that. Why? I don't know. Why not? Just in general. I'm just jealous that someone talks about you like that. Not yeah, that. I know. And you know that's not true. You know he doesn't mean it. He's just being nice. <laughs> he's being nice because he's on the radio. But, uh, yeah. but, you know, sometimes, look, for people at home, I'm actually a nice person out of the studio. I do some nice things. I try and help people out. You do, I actually. come in here, and this is like, you know when you go to the footy, you want to let off some steam? Yeah. I come here, and, and I don't try and be a nice person. But that might not necessarily be my persona, Tim. Talking of not being a nice person, now there's a skit that I reckon, yeah, we got time to play it. Our favourite skit from Aussies in Hollywood. I think we should play Can we bring that up? Yeah, I think we should. So this one... Bring that up. That's a good way to put it, actually. So for people that haven't heard this one before, this is... uh, Let's play the jingle first. You had me at hello. Uh, Can we move this along? You'll cost me $4.95 a minute. Aussies in Hollywood. All right, so... What we do here, and we've done it for a few weeks, is we take a iconic scene from Hollywood and we rewrote it as Like if there's an Aussie bogan that's right. uh, playing right. the role. And this is like a blast from the past. Because really, what? Oh, let's be honest with the listener, mm. all right? We had nothing for this week. No. So what we did was we thought, well, how about we do, because we're probably having a few new listeners through the Tim's um, nude push. drive, who are, you know, while they're logging in to see him nude, let's show them a few of our best work. Now- <laughs> Out of all the Aussies in Hollywood, this is the one that we love the most, and it's purely due to one thing, isn't it? Yep. One sound effect. Just one sound effect. So this is the crying game. Hey, this is on. Now listen, I've had a couple, so I apologise in advance for my dud root. Now let's get these off. Oh, Jesus Christ. You did know, didn't you? I thought you knew. (laughs) Oh, well, come this far. Listen, fella, let's get a quick one in and go kick the footy. 
Look, and I'll say it again, that our version of the guy takes a lot better than the real guy in the movie. No, nah, he doesn't take it that well. <laughs> he's not interested in footy at all. Not at all, no. Nah. He's... Uh, it doesn't take it well at all and uh, um, not very tolerant. It, it is funny. I still laugh when I hear that sound effect. It's just the funniest sound effect, it is, isn't it? It's a funny sound effect. You can't not laugh when you hear that sound effect. As I look across at the clock, the time is drawing near, isn't it? It is drawing near. Now, we're probably going to go to a song. We'll probably say goodbye before we go to song because yeah. I, you know what? I'm, I'm genuinely excited now. I don't know if I should be this excited about seeing you naked, but well, I've been building up to it all week knowing it's going to happen. I knew you were never going to get to 50. That no, was ridiculous. No, it was, ridiculous. It was never going to happen. No, and I don't know why I said that I'd run nude. So here's, here's my argument. I'm arguing. I'm happy to do it, but I want to wear jocks. What do you but, mean? But I want to wear jocks because I don't want to get... That a, wasn't the deal. No, no, no. But hang on, run hey, hey, nude, hang my on. friend. So I've got, I think, 18 countries. Yeah. I've got 100,000 views. In, in that last clip we just played of the crying game, yeah. if she kept her jocks on, it would have been a whole different scene. It would have been a short movie. <laughs> <laughs> so i got 100,000 views. I've got new listeners, more downloads than we've ever had before. So I think I've earned the right to wear jocks. Also, I don't want to get arrested for indecent exposure on... Yeah, that's a good point. ...Monday night and not be able to go to my proper day job, which pays yeah. my bills. If we're going to get arrested, for that sort of thing I'd rather be on a Saturday we get maximum exposure <laughs> not right. on a Monday night when the place is like That's right. deserted if, if, if you post stuff at 9am on Sunday it goes off its tits imagine you did get arrested and oh, then you missed out on work in the morning and had to explain well I was running naked down the street uh, on the back of a at dare the I age did. Of, at the age of 43 yeah no we can't do that no you can't do that right, I'll tell you what because yep. I'm a fair person uh, yeah yeah and, and because I, um, I'm not a big fan of seeing Little Tim anyway. <laughs> that part I wasn't looking forward to. Mm. It was more the, the whole running up and down the street, yeah. the humiliation. So, all right, we'll let you keep your jocks on. All right. I think that's fair. Yep. Uh, and that way we can post it on Facebook without having a lot of bad press. Yeah, that's right. Um, what did old mate say from America? Sound uh, pathetic loser or something. You're a loser. You're a desperate loser, that's- mate. Now, he used mate. He used the word mate. In Maybe that. an expat, perhaps. He must be. So if he's from Australia, he knows the persecution that us fat gingers have copped. Mm. I don't think that he should be speaking to us like that. No. Well, he can't spell, so stuff him. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. So look, anyway, so let's get downstairs and get this done. Everyone, thank you for listening. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you to Mikey. Yeah. Oh, uh, what an inspirational bloke, mate. You've met Mikey before, haven't you? Oh, only very briefly. Briefly, yeah, yeah. When you get to spend a lot of time with him, I know we only spend a short amount of time. He's just an amazing bloke and um, does a lot for people around him. And that's what is the measure of a man, I think, is someone that can really help those around him without asking for anything back in return. And he's certainly one of those guys. Here, here. So thank you, Mikey. Thank you to uh, Associate Professor Dave Bade. Yep. Even though he probably wasn't in the best of Nick tonight, no, is that fair to say? No, he's still you know, several levels above us, even when he's a bit dusty. Yeah, yeah. yeah so. You think you think he dumbs down just for on a oh, Monday night? I, th- I think he starts using short words and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's probably a good thing. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to go out with something from the '90s here that I absolutely loved as a kid. Uh, where am I going to find it? And I know you love a bit of DJ Jazzy Jeff oh, and the Fresh Prince. Do it. Do it. Boom. Shake the room. Thanks, everybody. See ya. Shut down.